Hello, hello, hello. Feels so good. It just feels so good. Can't tell you what feels so good, but something does. We just lost our Mo replacement. He scrambled out of there as soon as Will put this live. That's right, it's live. Uh, but we, we had Otis in uh, Mo's chair over there. Almost stuff is there. Don't worry, guys. He's uh, there. He is. No, the people they were very uh, concerned. Uh, don't ask me how I know because I can't see the chat. But I just assumed they would be concerned. <laughs> well, I mean, because like what you've done with that chair is legendary. Like with that seat. Yep. I mean, here every day doing it. Like the consistency of you and that chair. It's funny it, you say this after yesterday where I wasn't in this Well, but that's exactly why it came up as a topic. Is because people said, where's Mo? This tune. Oh, you're into it. Oh, I like this tune a lot. Are you about to freestyle or something? No, I just... <laughs> or you're just about to, I like, hum, hum the it. tune on top of the tune. <laughs> Good humming there. Which is fine. I mean, hey, man, whatever gets you going. Um, We got a lot to talk about, man. Like, listen... I came into the newsroom this morning and everything was pinned up on the cork board. <laughs> Tell you what. We have a cork board. Yeah, we might have a d <laughs> digital cork board. And I was like, holy, it's all that today? It's a lot. Um, but that's the way it goes, you know? I'm not complaining one bit. I love it. I love the process. See what the world is talking about. Talk about what the world is talking about. I don't want anybody to get concerned either because I got couple of lozenges over there right so don't get concerned mm -hmm. with the voice I, know I, I don't have a tea though but i got a water you want to order a tea yeah i mean well he that guy over there he needs uh shall we he, he needs, needs what he needs stuff i need a coffee he's getting accused right. he's getting accused by people of being on all kinds of things because he's fake okay. he's, well because he's fading away over there he <laughs> oh, oh i see he didn't he, he, oh, okay. he didn't he didn't sleep at all last night i asked him like hey man why didn't you sleep last night yeah and he's like i can't really tell you and i was like wow geez it's pretty intense <laughs> whoa so mysterious bro. Yeah, exactly i was like geez what's he up to i'm like i'm gonna stop asking because I'm terrified. Whatever his nighttime activities, you try to imagine Will do's nighttime activities. <laughs> what is he doing? What do you think he's doing? No, I'm saying you can't. It could be anything. Yeah. Could well, be. I, I told you just now. <laughs> and uh, when? What? I was just telling you. Huh? You're just making everything up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he did tell you. You're just playing with him. I see. <laughs> yeah, I was playing guitar a little late. Yes, he was playing guitar. Otherwise known as guitar, and sure. he's turned into a bit of a maestro. And uh, I'm sure he's going to hit us with the updates. Eventually, we're going to get yeah. a live performance. I mean, this is I a live so. show, so okay. at some point, listen, okay. at some point, we're going to get a live performance, a little, um, a little musical break, maybe. And <laughs> musical break, yes, and it's going to be Willie Do. And maybe you can tell us, Will, what your first performance will be. What is the song going to be? I don't know yet. No, I mean, give us some insight into what you're playing right now. Yeah, what's the song that got you into it? Happy birthday. <laughs> you know what? If you did it, you know, if you, you did could it do well, it. If I do it well. Happy birthday. <laughs> With the sultry voice. Uh, Will, what do you want? A dark roast? 
Oh, take that dog roast. Thanks. Happy birthday was a thing yesterday. People believe me when I'm like, oh, Will's uh, 19 years old. People are like, happy birthday, Will. <laughs> yeah. Which is pretty good that they went with it because it I was, wish I was 19. Well, I mean, they they're convinced. Well, I think you should run with it, man. Yeah. Asians don't raise them. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should see if you can utilize it around town. Just be like, yeah, I'm not. I don't know. Maybe that's illegal. Don't do that. Well, yeah, don't. Will are we that black? Idea. Do that. Sure. He's trying to get the order right. Um, uh, Kirk, coffee. Kirk is standing right beside. He, right yeah, he, he's standing over you. Just yeah. casual coffee order on live. I'll have a medium regular. I just said what I said about the lozenges, but you can join. I mean, yeah, that that me. you can join. It's up to you. But uh, well, because you got all excited about the chat and stuff that's going on now. Yeah, mm -hmm. my computer's in the. I'll, I'll be. I'll, I'll Your computer's in the oven. It's the, yeah, it's in the oven. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, I just gotta get it freshly baked for the day. Um, that's how you get the top performance out of your computer, Mo. You've been doing it wrong. Yeah, you got to put it in the oven. Mm, put it in the oven, 325, 20 minutes. It just reminded me of Dave 2D when he was putting the laptops in the freezer. Remember that? He's like, here's real performance now. He's like, mmm. I get that golden brown crust. <laughs> you guys bake your own pizzas every so often or what? Here and there, yeah. Yeah, I was baking a pizza the other day. And uh, what do you think? Do you, does it, you want it soft or you want a little bit of crunch? What's going what's gonna to happen? Crunch. Same! Of course. I don't know, man. Big crunch guy. I, I realize now, and we talked about this on a show in the past. I realize I got to, every time I'm getting something toasted, I got to double toast it now. Because I don't know if you guys realize this. It's uh, what's happened over the years. Toasting isn't what it used to be. Toasting now is warming. And you got to be very direct if you want something to actually have a crisp to it. Yeah. And, and people's sensitivity around toasting has changed too. For example, I'm at the Tim Hortons. I order the bagel. They hand it to me after it's been double toasted. And you know what they say to me? They say, I don't think you want it. It's a little bit burnt. And I'm like, that's what I want. Oh, they're I'm, telling you. That they're telling me I don't know how to toast. <laughs> like, um, you want it toast. slightly burnt? Yes, like, give me a little slight. Give me something on there. Yeah, I'm the same. I want, I want it real crispy. Give me a little something on there. But what about the taste? Yeah. I like Bitter? the burnt taste. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll take it. Barbecue? I'll take it, man. Right. I don't know. It might be probably bad for you, but um, it's the world we live in these days. Yeah. Medium or large? No, I need the tea, man. Yeah, medium or large. You know what tea I'm drinking? No, no, we'll get there. Mm. <laughs> First, you gotta, you gotta get me the honey lemon. I need the extra large, man. Honey lemon, extra large. Yeah. Right. Is it's Samsung the latest Android device maker throttling apps? This is Will Do's top story of the day. Look at you, Will. It's it's pretty salacious. It's a big deal? Well, I mean, I don't want anything throttled. It's like never a good word. Yeah. I don't I don't know. And you know what actually it is a good word if you're actually if you're um like engaging the throttle. Okay, yeah. Like if you're You don't want to redline it. Or maybe you do. Oh, you do. I don't know. I'm saying okay. you're on like a, a you're in some sort of a race and you Hammer the throttle. Then you the well, then you like the throttle, but you don't want to be throttled. Mm. In the case of software, smartphones, for the most part. Have you noticed any kind of throttling? I mean, it's. I think it's meant for games, right? Reports indicate its game optimizing service is to blame. No, I haven't noticed any of this. Let me uh, 
Let me dive a little deeper. Some of Samsung's smartphones include software that appears to be artificially limiting or throttling the performance of thousands of popular apps. Uh, Android Authority reports, at the core of the issue is Samsung software called Game Optimizing Service, which is reportedly throttling the performance of 10,000 apps. Whoa, the list includes cool. popular apps like Instagram, Netflix, TikTok, and even Samsung's own apps. Hmm. Seems like a bug. No? Like they're going to fix it? Mm -hmm. Well, if they're throttling their own apps. A test done by one Korean YouTuber shows the extent of the impact this can have simply by renaming a benchmarking app that wouldn't usually be throttled. To the name of a popular game, they were reportedly able to trick the phone into throttling 3D Mark's Wildlife Extreme benchmark. This is a battery life thing, I would say. Right? If oh, they, really? Well, if he says it's a game, game optimized, what is optimization? Does optimization always mean better? <laughs> okay. Does optimization always mean more performance or could optimization mean better battery life? Oh, okay. Just uh, small changes for better When I take the phone out of the box, mm -hmm. you see this? With your hands. That's offensive. Is it? <laughs> it, it somewhere in the world, that means <laughs> F you. <laughs> so here you go. <laughs> Thanks. I think it's only one. It's only one. Yeah, it's only one. Two is... is uh, it's fun. celebration. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, two two is celebration. One is f you. Yeah. If I take the phone out of the box, Mo, mm -hmm. I go into the settings right away. Right. It's never going to be maximum resolution that the screen is capable of, and a lot of times yeah. it's not going to be the the full refresh rate. Yeah. Because they're they're prioritizing battery life. When Apple got in trouble a while back with the throttling, they said, "Hey, we're prioritizing battery life over performance." So I think this is a common thing that occurs, but if it's affecting your gameplay, as you can see here, I mean, it's just brutal. Look at the throttling here. Maybe that's not what you want. Maybe that trade-off is not finely tuned enough, this optimizer. Oh. It's like, uh, yeah, I want to have increased battery life because I'm playing the Genshin Impact all day. Yep. <laughs> like any sane citizen would be doing. Absolutely. But they got to tweak it so that it's actually... Look at the differences here. They got to tweak it so that it's oh. what you want. But now, granted, this guy probably has, yeah, he's running a benchmark, so it's going to max out the thing anyway. Mm -hmm. But you got to find that nice balance of the thing, and you got to let people turn it off, and then you'll be all set. It'll be okay. But, you know, the word throttling, you start throwing the word throttling around along with the brand name, it's no good. No good look. Uh, it seems to be affecting S22 devices. S20 FE and S10E. Interesting. But they did find... Oh, they didn't find it, my bad, on the S22, S20 FE, or S10E. They did find it on S21 Plus and S22 Plus. Hmm. And then, and then the video above is showing it on the S22 Ultra. So, yes, I, I think... Listen, Will, certainly now that The Verge wrote about it, Samsung's looking at it. They're like, ah, people, they're, they're pissed. And, and we're talking about it. And, and well, never mind. Mm. We're talking about it. We might have, uh, who is it? Is it DJ Co? Is that who it is? What, what's his name? Samsung uh -huh. presentation. We might have him. I have to come on the show. He can explain it to us. 
No. What about the guy who does the presentations? Oh. I, maybe I got everything wrong. <laughs> maybe, everything. Maybe everything in my life is wrong. Uh, because I can't get this person's name. Is it? Deez, just, just type what I wrote. K-O-H. Or I didn't write it. I said it. Yeah, man. Jeez, somebody back me up here, man. <laughs> somebody help me out here, man. People in the chat, DJ Khaled. DJ Cole, man. Everybody knows DJ Cole. Um, yeah. Mo, he, help me out with that. I don't know, man. You're watching me drown <laughs> over here, man. You're just watching me drown over here. It's giggling over there. I'm working. It's evil. <laughs> yeah, so maybe we'll get DJ Cole and then he'll let us know about this throttling. Okay, let's jump into Ukraine. Ukraine, uh, impossible to to not uh, because it's like every day is a, is a is a new barrage from a from an actual perspective and and from a news perspective for those of us where there's some distance from what's going on over there. Uh, this was at the top of my trending today. Top Russian general is killed by Ukrainian sniper as Kyiv claims 9,000 of Putin's troops have died during the invasion. It's really interesting to me, this thing. And, uh, you know, I haven't lived through a lot of conflict like this, uh, as like from a news media standpoint, mm -hmm. where it's been covered so extensively. But Russia, they put out some kind of a statement that like 300 soldiers had died. Yeah. I keep, I am having the same thing that you're dealing with. And then they say, we got 9,000 of those guys. And you're like, how can these? Yeah. But. Such vast numbers different. But you get it. I mean, you understand why you would want to either increase these numbers or decrease these numbers, right? To, to send a, a kind of message for morale perspective, you know, these things. Right. There's incentive to not even try to be accurate or to ensure that the information you're getting is colored correctly so that you can get away with having this massive discrepancy. Hey, don't tell me how many, tell me what's the real confirmed. I want the double confirmed. Yeah. What's the triple confirmed number? They're like, oh, that number, sir, is uh, 300. He's like, that's the one. Yeah. And then on the other side, they're like, is it 9,000? And then, and then, and then, and then, beyond that, imagine how difficult it is to uh, even count the real ones, right, in a war zone, the real deaths. Yeah. How many are unaccounted for? It's got to be as many as are accounted for. Right. How many people left, flee the country? Yeah, or they're dead and, 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 and or they've been uh, burned or blown up or, they, or yeah. they're in a forest somewhere. Missing in, in in action or whatever it is, but anyway, here we have our latest uh, story with some specifics. A top Russian general has been killed amid bitter fighting in Ukraine in what represents a major blow to the Russian invasion. Major General Andrei Suhovetsky, Suhovetsky, who was the deputy commander of the 41st Combined Arms Army of Russia's Central Military District died yesterday as Ukrainian defense forces repelled the Russian offensive. His death has not been officially confirmed by Russia's Ministry of Defense. Of course, mm. that'll take time. 
but was announced on social media by his colleague. Oh, and has been widely reported by several Russian and Ukrainian news. So his colleague said it, mm-hmm. which makes it interesting. After days of denial, the Kremlin yesterday admitted that 498 of its troops had been killed and 1,600 injured in its, and this is their words, special military operation. Um, Ukraine's armed forces, meanwhile, claimed today that Russia had suffered 9,000 casualties. So I guess this is the general here. And uh, apparently it was an interaction with a sniper. Man, uh, that's a... Oh, you're pointing at his badges? A lot of badges. The badges, the colors there, the white gloves. Yeah, I mean, the hat. He's, this guy's high-ranking. He's serious business. He's high-ranking. Scroll down a little bit more. Um, even more. More, more, more. Oh, we're just getting into pictures now of what's going on. Oh, here we go. Confirmed his death on social media with great pain. We received the tragic news about the death of our friend Major General in Ukraine in a special operation. Yeah, well, this doesn't say much about the circumstances of his death. They just say somehow it's related to a sniper. So hmm. uh, I presume they have reason to believe that that's the case. Maybe the caliber of the bullet. Right. He was 47 years old. Or maybe. Oh, is there more details? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's just the way that they put these articles together. It's like pictures and ads and related articles. <laughs> and then Will's like, when is this thing over? And it's like never over. It's like an <laughs> article that never ends. Just keeps going. Yeah, it's how they do it, Will. Keep you in there. Yeah. Mm, oh, yeah. Here's another one Ukraine related. Apparently, China asked to delay the war or invasion until after the Olympics. This is according to. Western intelligence, a Western intelligence report. We spoke before about how Putin was photographed being in At the China for the Olympics. Yeah. He, he was over there shaking hands. Mm-hmm. Now this report comes out that there was actually a conversation. Maybe uh, China knew about this and then and then also tried to arrange to have this take place not during the Olympics. That would be, you know, take some of the eyeballs off the Olympics kind of the few eyeballs that were there to be <laughs> right well sure but but hey man uh trying to have the olympics over here yeah uh take it easy you know it's like it's like you're trying to have a party and then the, then the, the one guy is wants to start a fight the neighbor's attacking the other neighbor in the middle of the party you're like oh god stop it have a party over here Western, I don't know how how much of a party the Olympics was. I don't know. Will Will was showing me the lunches and things, and it seemed like a party. Yeah, pretty sad. He showed me the lunch, and it wasn't. There was no party in the lunch. Well, it's like a stick of cheese. No, you know what? There was no pinatas. No good food there. Ever seen a pinata before? I've seen a few pinatas. Yeah, did you swing at one before? Yeah, I'm ten, man. Western intelligence reports said uh, senior Chinese officials told senior Russian officials in early February not to invade Ukraine before the end of the Winter Olympics, according to senior Biden administration officials and a European official. Report indicates that senior Chinese officials had some level of direct knowledge about Russia's war plans or intentions before the invasion started last week. President Putin of Russia met with President Xi Jinping of China in uh, Beijing Feb 4 before the opening ceremony. And Moscow and Beijing issued a 5,000-word statement at the time declaring that their partnership had no limits, denouncing NATO enlargement, and asserting 
that they would establish a new global order with true democracy. Hmm. Well, I don't know the way this reflects on China, but obviously it's one of the few relationships um, that remains for, for Russia. I don't know if you saw that uh, UN vote, but you're like going around and looking at the countries. Mm -hmm. You got North Korea, uh, Iran. I didn't see the UN vote. It was, it has, a, there's a nice infographic of a map that you can bring up. And everyone was like, invasion, cool or not cool? Right. If and you're for or against. The vast majority is like, not cool. Not cool. Yeah. And then four are like, cool. And then there's a, a bunch of other ones that are like, we don't want to say. Yeah. We're going to abstain. Mm -hmm. China wasn't abstain. Um, Will's not going to find it. He's out of his league on this one. Switzerland usually is one of those. I'm going to stay out of it. They neutrals? Yeah. Well, actually, there's talks of a couple of other somewhat neutral nations, Sweden and Finland, mm -hmm. looking for a fast track to get into NATO. Yep. Yeah. I, or at I, least they're interested in it. That's a report. Mm -hmm. They're interested in it. Well, I think it's uh, a lot of people are interested in it at this point right now. It's all right, Will. It's all right. <laughs> I failed. It's all right. No, you know what? I tried so hard. Listen, man, I can, break, I can basically tell you it was, it was four countries... Um, some people are, are pissed that, that, uh, countries abstained cause they're like, well, what does that really mean? What are you really saying if you don't? Yeah. Saying nothing is saying something. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. It's up to you, Mo. I'll leave that up to you, Mo. All right. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll come back with a verdict. Yeah. Well, anyway, there's still, you still got energy flowing between china and russia and i believe actually even between germany and russia at this point yeah still so yeah. apple maps now marks crimea as part of ukraine outside russia look at apple can't buy our iphones in russia anymore uh can't use apple pay mm -hmm. anymore and you know what we're gonna do on apple maps is we're gonna just stop calling crimea russia this was 2014. Mm -hmm. They annexed it. They walked in there. They're like, this is Russia. And Apple's like, no, it's not. Mm -hmm. Imagine you're Apple making that call. <laughs> hmm? You're in the it boardroom. It really feels like companies are making way more of a statement than some countries are. They Com have the power. They have the power. Yeah. And they have the ability to move quickly. What is that? I have the power. He meant? Power Grayskull? Damn. Masters of the Universe? Yes. Phone going off? <laughs> no. Who's calling you, Will? Let us know. So, it's always a random number. Oh, it's a spam. Oh, yeah. I know it's a spam. Yeah, that's why I'm always on silent. Out of control. A lot of spammers these days, you know. Anyway, so they change it outside of Russia. So you pop open, this is where things, I mean, get so squirrely. You pop open Apple Maps in Russia. Okay. And you see Russia ex extending into Crimea. You open Apple Maps anywhere else, and mm. Crimea is part of Ukraine. It's wild. Like, what is, when you start to think about what's true and what's real, mm -hmm. and these lines around the world, and these conflicts, and these differences of opinions, and then how tech companies have the ability to kind of set the definition themselves in a way. Mm -hmm. I mean, People can open their maps and dispute it all they want, but if it's if something, 
Like, if you were to ask me a trivia question and go, hey, where, uh, where is uh, 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 what par- what country is Crime- Crimea part of? And then I'm like, let me pop over my Apple Maps real quick, and I answer, and then you're like, wrong. Yeah, with hilarious fashion. Gotcha. You know, it's who is the arbiter of truth? Mm-hmm. Who decides the truth? I mean, it started with us talking about the troops and numbers around uh, deaths and reports out of a war zone which are so difficult to get and we did a clip on um some of the footage coming out of the war zone mm-hmm. and and what is what's real what's fake and how hard it is to, to distinguish this stuff and then you have tech companies also involved in how they're um uh, altering and i'm not i'm not making a statement like one way or the other i'm just saying it's a tremendous amount of responsibility on these tech companies because they shape our reality. You know what I'm saying, Well, Yeah. I mean, I think footage really tells all and it can so easily be manipulated. Like this footage looks so real, but it's actually a video game. Yeah, Manip- it's a video game. manipulated video game footage. Yeah. 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 It's from a game like a long time ago, Arma 3. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean we did a whole clip on it, man. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it, it, it's it's definitely part of this 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 modern thing now, which is going to be uh, persistent as far as as being a part of this conflict is going to be the difficulty in discerning what's real and what's fake and what's coming from official sources and and what's not. For sure. Um, and then official sources themselves and whether or not look at this. Thank you very much, Mo. Appreciate the uh, delivery oh, here. Thank you. This was Nectar much the needed. Gods. This was much needed. Oh. Um, okay, this next one. A Russian businessman has put a $1 million bounty on Vladimir Putin's head, calling for military officers to arrest him as a war criminal. Wait, he's Russian. Oh. He, he's Russian himself. He's. This is what we were kind of talking about. Like, at what point do other powerful Russian people who have been personally impacted at what point do they say all right enough is enough <laughs> not really this is not working out for me i had plans i was planning things uh-huh. i had a vacation planned i had a yacht planned i would i had the i was gonna buy Private the, jets the football team uh-huh. over there uh can you buy an iphone now <laughs> can't even watch netflix you know, and yeah. so you had to wonder when that was going to boil over. And this this is extreme. I mean, this guy is obviously putting himself out there to make a threat like this as a Russian. Is mm-hmm. he an oligarch? But is a million dollars? I don't know. Even if he, I think he, I think they would have called him oligarch if he was oligarch. They just say businessman. So I don't think he's. I think if you were an oligarch, you're too closely connected already to Putin that that uh, you wouldn't say something like this. Some some aren't happy, right? Some oligarch. Maybe, but I gotta believe they're still careful with their words at the moment. It's also connected. Will you understand? Yeah, I hear you. Uh, he has called on Russian military officers to go after Putin and arrest him as a war criminal. His name is Konenikin. He said he was putting up the bounty to facilitate the denazification of Russia. Which he's spinning, he's flipping mm-hmm. uh, Putin's own words there, but uh, yeah, that's pretty. 
uh, intense move because you got to believe that makes him a target now. Is he in Russia, you think? I would assume not doing this, but I guess yeah. it's possible. Anything's possible. Yeah. I would assume not to make an offer like that, though. Yeah. He's oh, playing mm-hmm. a dangerous game. Oh, baby. It's a... But also, also dangerous game for, for Putin. You imagine... You imagine, this guy made it public. Yes, imagine you read a report like that, and it's the money's on your head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's like and imagine that, all the other people that maybe put a hit on him. Like a million dollars, a million dollars to a soldier who feels like they can get access, and that's the rumor around Putin. But can you get access? Well, but look at his meetings. He's so far away from everybody. Yeah, apparently this has been happening for like last two years. He's been because of COVID. There's only very few people that have access to it. Yeah, everybody's got distance. Yeah, so I don't know. I I don't think it's very likely. So you think he just he he, he basically doesn't he can't leave. Putin is just. I feel like the people who have interaction with Putin right now, a million dollars means nothing to them. So you're saying Putin doesn't leave? That's what you're saying yeah, because because so. I'm talking about when you're out in public, it's it's hard to control. Yeah, I, that you're right. I don't think he's really going out in public, is he? Mm. I haven't really no. seen anything with him. He's in probably public. in a bunker somewhere. Yeah. So he's never imagine. going out in public like for a long time ever again? Man. I don't know. There's rough. a lot of uncertainty right now, so it'd be hard to predict that. Yeah. He got it's the rough. world pretty upset. I think he's going to stay in a bunker. Well, yeah. well. <laughs> that seems like an understatement, man. Yeah. Yeah, he did a big boo boo. <laughs> he did a bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Whoa, Will, you're unbelievable over there. Ever since you got that coffee in your hand, you just got real fired yeah, up. I didn't you? even drink it. I know I'm it's a placebo effect. Look <laughs> yeah. how happy you are just to be holding it. Your I remember a time. I remember a time you didn't even drink that stuff. That's the ritual. I remember a time you didn't even I drink know, that stuff. I know. Now I'm a depending on it, like a fiend. Yeah. Oh, wow. It all came at once, Mo. No, it's like the coffee and the crypto and the Bronco, it all came at once. <laughs> <laughs> Look what you did to me. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, speaking of uh, Russian billionaires, I don't know if the last guy was a billionaire. Millionaire doesn't matter. He put a million dollars. But, but speaking of Russian billionaires, Roman Abramovich, who is oligarch status, uh, has come out and said he's going to sell Chelsea Football Club. Originally, he said, I'm just going to step aside for a bit so that they're going to handle it. But there's been increasing pressure, I presume. And then and uncertainty is a bad thing for a sports team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he went a step further. And he said that the net proceeds of the sale would go to, f- to people affected in the Ukraine. What? How about that? Whoa. This is a Russian oligarch that's saying, what? So I'm saying that's two stories in a row. Where successful Russian individuals People, yeah. are distancing. Yeah. There's some distance right there. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, now, it's important to, to note here, Mo. What do you think? What do you think a little football club by the name of Chelsea might run? Oh, you? I have no idea. Go ahead, We're talking Mo. millions and millions. Go ahead, dollars. Mo. I, this is a shot in the dark, but I'm going to guess 100 million. Three billion. What? Three billion. Wow. Three billies. Wow. I have no idea how much sports are worth. It's going to be one of the most valuable sports franchises ever and one of the most value, one of the highest sports transactions ever. Because you got to understand when it comes to this type of thing, the revenue generation potential when you're talking about merch and jerseys and things, it's. Oh, right, right. Yeah. This fandom, like you got to have these things. 
You got to have these jerseys. Mm -hmm. You got to have this merch. You got to have the TV rights. You got to have the uh, stadium. Mm -hmm. um, and all types of other collaborations other you can do. Like brand. Yeah. Branding when you're called Chelsea. Mm -hmm. It's a big deal. So anyway, uh, he says <clears throat> that the money, the proceeds. By the way, Conor McGregor shared a post saying he wants to buy it. He does not have $3 billion, but I feel no. like he's going to try to con connect with people who maybe do. Who do. Yeah. I don't know. The foundation will be for the benefit of all victims of the war in Ukraine. Hmm. Abramovich said in a statement on the Chelsea website, Please know that this has been an incredibly difficult decision to make, and it pains me to part with the club in this manner. Uh, he has been... Uh, he has sort of facilitated the rebuilding of this thing, invested a lot of money in this team, dating back to 2004, around there. So you got to believe this is a very emotional thing, right? It's that's almost 20 years ago that you've been working on this thing. And so to step away from it completely, I presume is a, is a tough one to do, but probably necessary at this point as the there's this increasing pressure on, well, Never mind Russian oligarchs. It seems like Russian anybody at this point, as you're going to find out as Will goes through these tabs over here. Founded over 100 years ago. That's what I'm saying. That's some lineage. That's what I'm saying, Mo. You got to get your billions out. You gotta <laughs> Mo, get, right. Mo, get your billions out. You guys ready to own a football team? Yeah. Uh, here I got are, five bucks. <laughs> here are some Ukrainian civilians stealing a Russian tank and having a great time. So there's dealing. a lot of humor with uh, these farmers. You see a lot of these videos, farmers no, it's, stealing it's, tanks. It's really interesting because it's like a terrifying situation. And in some way, in order to continue to exist within it, you have to have, almost have a laugh about you it. You have to find the humor in it. So they're rolling around. You gave us the volume there. Uh, well, they're laughing. Yeah, man, they're having a time. Look at this. First stolen tank, like first of many. They're like, hey, we got a lot. We're gonna get lots of these. They're collecting them. Grand Theft Auto over there. We did it. This reminds me of that clip that we saw a few days ago with the tractor towing <laughs> yeah. the tank out of the town. Yes, yeah. yes. It's like it's interesting. The tank, which obviously has fuel. Yeah. You wonder if it was abandoned, fully operational, or if it ran out of fuel, someone left it, and then they put more fuel in it. Yeah, maybe. And it's then like, they like, free tank on the tank side of the road. It's our tank now. Now, did they start their own battalion? <laughs> Farmers. <laughs> now that they have that tank, right? Is that, they're the tank guys? I don't know. The tank thieves? I mean, they could get good at it. Uh, but I, yeah, it's, I don't know. There's something refreshing about watching them have a blast with that. It's a terrible nice situ situation, no, but... Uh, it's a weird yeah, yeah. Typically you well, don't. and they're not hurting anybody. Yeah. I mean, because if they were actively sh killing people and smiling, laughing, that's a different type of smiling, laughing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's very, isn't that weird? Like the idea of the evil laugh. You laugh when you're genuinely happy, amused, entertained, having loving feelings, but then there's the evil laugh. The diabolical laugh. Which is different. Yeah. Go ahead, Will. Oh no! <laughs> no, no, no! It's more of a, it's thinking, like a cackle uh, or whatever it is. I don't know what it is. I was thinking, uh, what's it called? Schadenfreude, finding pleasure in someone else's pain, but you're not laughing. 
Maybe you're you. just kind of thinking. Maybe you are. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know, Will. I don't know, Will. Yeah. Well, you asked me. <clears throat> which is fine. I'll tell you. Which is fine. Ever <laughs> since you got that coffee, I'm asking you all kinds yeah, of things. Don't you worry. France impounds super yacht owned by head of Russian state oil giant. There you go. This is mm -hmm. the type of thing I'm talking about. And and I think I read something similar in Germany. Germany, unless these stories are connected, these yachts are out of control. What do you mean? Like the size of them, or what, what these things are worth? What they yeah. have in them? Uh, the Amor Vero super yacht in France on March third. They're just going and 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 uh, what are they doing? They're 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 impounding. They're taking, freezing. I think. You're an oligarch. I take the yacht. I take the yacht. You can't sell yacht no more. Wow. Yep. The rules can change in a moment, can't they? Yeah, I, I heard uh, that some oligarchs are parking their uh, yachts in Saudi Arabia, hoping. Just get my yacht out of there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Amor Vero was impounded overnight in the Mediterranean port of La Ciotat, 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 near Marseille, as it was preparing an urgent departure. An urgent, get me out of here. Mm. You best get that out of there. Can, can somebody go get my yacht, please? The yacht is owned by a company whose main shareholder is the Russian oil company head, the ministry said. A, a spokesman for French budget minister Al Oliver Dussop said that the boat was prevented from leaving and the asset had not been, but the asset had not been seized by the state. Okay, so it's a holding pattern. This isn't the only story. There's another one. Will, just do me a quick favor and go oligarch, yacht, Germany. Give me those three keywords. Shout out Sammy and Sean for the super chats. There you go. $600 million yacht seized in Germany. And that one is seized. This is Uzmanov's yacht. Now you can guess a price something like that, right, Mo? <laughs> yeah, that's me. You can guess on a yacht like that. $600 million? Yeah, because I told you. Oh, right. Yeah, I can guess now. <laughs> <laughs> Authorities in Germany this week seized a lavish $600 million yacht belonging to a Russian oligarch, Cornell reports. The Dilbar, a 512-foot vessel belonging to the billionaire Alisher Uzmanov, was taken over by authorities while it was being refitted in a German shipyard. Um, there's a little bit more about this boat. It's like a marvel of engineering, this thing. Hmm. Uh, it has, you know, I think that there's, hopefully in this article, there's some details about the yacht. Yeah, here we go. It is uh, 16,000 tons. The world's largest motor yacht by gross tonnage. Uh, it has a crew of 96 people. It Whoa. features an 82-foot swimming pool, two helicopter pads, two, a sauna, a gym, a beauty salon, and 12 suites for accommodating 24 guests. Mm. And, and look at this. Uzmanov is a former stakeholder in another English soccer club, Arsenal FC, sold, selling his 30% share for $700 million back in 2018. So he can buy the boat with that share alone. Hmm. But this is crazy, man. It's just uh, seizing the yacht. What would you uh, name your yacht like this? Dilbar. Not Dilbar. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was an unusual name. Do you have like another name? Uh, man, that would be a fun. That would be a fun process to name your yacht. Because you can kind of do whatever you want, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Is it like a, it's normally a name of a, like a person's name? I think so. Or can it, yeah, maybe it can be whatever you want. So you're not going to name? It's named Mo. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of cool, actually. <laughs> Spotify closes its office in Russia indefinitely in response to what the music streaming service described as Russia's unprovoked attack. Yeah, well, just the office? What about the streaming? Um, not the streaming. Not the streaming. Think. That's interesting. Because the office, I mean, how many people do they have employed there, I wonder? I can't imagine. It's a tiny do. little office. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't know. It's the, it's the UPS store? Yeah. Um. Yeah, just a little uh, update. Since we were talking yesterday about all these companies yeah. leaving. Yeah, it's crazy. Spotify being like, you know, a yeah, pretty big company. Actually, here. another update. I was talking about... DHL pulling out and then I was looking at it this morning and, and a couple days ago also UPS and FedEx But I don't know how much oh. business they have in Russia compared to DHL which in Europe is pretty yes. dominant Yeah, so I'm not I'm not sure how you're shipping packages in in Russia right now But anyway, yeah, I guess uh, the, uh Definitely the people who work at this office are going to be impacted and affected significantly. I don't know as far as the service goes mm -hmm. CCM to stop promotion of Alex Ovechkin and other Russian NHLers <clears throat> Mass Mutual drops Ovechkin and Backstrom commercial. This is where it gets a little bit more. It gets a little tougher. Mo? No, no, no. I think actually. Don't Kurt, you? No, no, Kurt no. Should take over me. the mic here. Don't you? No, no, no. I want <laughs> Mo. Don't you dare move. Okay. He knows what I'm going to say. He doesn't know. Don't you dare. I don't know. I don't have Mo, anything to say. Mo, stop it right now. Okay. All right. Ready? Let's go. You sit right there. Yeah. I'll say a few words and then and you can collect your thoughts, right? Okay. So you got the oligarchs mm -hmm. and you got and you're talking about billions of dollars and you're talking about sanctions and you're talking about connection, direct connection to Putin and, and uh businesses usually. Mm -hmm. They would have some sort of connection to Russian energy businesses, trade, things like that. So I think for a lot of people that the idea of them being punished in some way is simple and obvious. Right. You get to an NHL hockey player like Alex, Alex Ovechkin, who, yes, has a relationship with Putin, but uh, is also an NHL player who resides in the U.S. and mm -hmm. has his own, um, uh, you know, involvement with the... Uh, teammates and right. exists and participates in American culture in some way mm -hmm. and happens to be Russian. I understand if I'm CCM, it might not be the best time to run an Alex Ovechkin commercial. But to make a public statement about it, stop the promotion of it. Mm -hmm. To... Uh, Maybe, say, cut ties with him over it. Right. Although Mr. Veshkin is not responsible for the Russian government's actions, we took the decision to not use him or any Russian hockey player on global CCM communications at this point. Makes sense. And Mass Mutual, I guess that's another sponsor of them, will, will no longer air the popular We Are Duo life insurance commercial. Are people incapable of distinguishing and separating the two? Are people incapable of turning on the TV, seeing the Mass Mutual commercial, and not saying evil Russian? 
Like these guys have been here for a long time. Do they get right. any? But he's also been endorsing Putin for a very long time. Go too. ahead, Mo. Right. And by the way, my head, my headphones turned down again. Will is it the same thing as last time? Mo, can you back me up on that? Uh, I. Oh, my voice is really loud now. Anyway, go ahead. I was just saying that like he's he's endorsed Putin for a very long time, so you can't be surprised or not. I'm not surprised that uh, companies are taking this stand where they're like, "Hey, man, we're not going to run you." Now, what if now company. what if Ovechkin had have come out more harshly against Putin than whatever he did in the interview? He'd have to come out pretty harsh because what he said in the past. But is that enough, or is positive. the reason for the disconnection is just that the brand wants zero association with anything Russian at the moment? Like, did you hear about the LCBO locally getting rid of? The uh, Russian, yeah, Russian alcohol in the yeah. store, yeah. And now that one's a business related because money would be flowing back there. In the case of uh, Ovechkin, it's just brands not wanting to be associated with violence, not wanting to be, mm -hmm. a, they just want distance from any Absolutely. perception or any connection to something perceived as negative, yeah. Uh, I, I like we were saying earlier that like you either have. Saying nothing is saying something. He didn't not say nothing. He said... No, no, no. But I'm saying the company, CCM. Mm -hmm. Them running this ad is like saying nothing. It's like pretending as if nothing's going on. What if they said something... Now my headphones are back, by the way. It's Otis. I feel like it's Otis. Yeah. He's it's lying on the cable. It's definitely Otis and whatever static charge exists static. in that... Uh, <laughs> Beautiful, that, that beautifully <laughs> blow-dried yeah. mane of his. How dare you, Otis? I'm glad you discovered that. I think that. volume's fine in the stream. I was terrified for a moment there. The headphones. I'm glad we got to the bottom of okay, it. Okay, good. Listen, now I can think properly. Was, I had to speak through, barely hear myself. I was, it, it, was either, it was either my headphones were screwed up or I was having a stroke. It was one or the other. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we definitely should have taken a break. No, because it's like, it was like fading. The, the audio was yeah. fading and mm. it was getting so muffled. There's a lot of uh, static around. Well, it's because right you're, you're, you're a big part of it with those wheels over there, sir. I know. This guy's know. not wheeling. I'm not wheeling. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess it just sucks that humans... That it is where, where we, we just, you know, the things can't be separate. I guess you can't just look at it and be like, that's Alex Ovechkin, the hockey player. and, and uh, But he's not just a hockey player. Okay, what about Backstrom then, the other guy? Or what about any other Russian hockey player that, that, that doesn't have pictures of themselves with Putin? Mm -hmm. and, then, and then, oh, Mo, let's get crazy. What about a person who immigrated from Russia? What about a second-generation Russian? What about a Russian last name? If they're oh, endorsing you, Putin, that's different. No, not endorsing Putin. Okay. If they're running a commercial right now, right? You're yeah. not going to run a commercial right now with any Russian anything in it. Right. You're not going to promote. Because it's not going to make sales. You're not going to promote a Russian restaurant right now. No. You see, but this is my thing is like, that's kind of sucks that it has to be so like, and I get it, mm -hmm. but I'm just saying, where do you draw the line? Where do you draw the line as far as this a type of social punishment goes? For people that have, are, I get it, and I know he 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 hang, hung out with Putin, and I know he wasn't that harshly critical. I get all that, mm -hmm. but I just I'm zooming out here. Absolutely, you know. Can his kid have an endorsement deal? What about his cousin? Mm -hmm. Uh, you know.
it, it are, is something that sounds Russian too risky. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough on a lot of people. Like yeah. I, I know, I know some people that are Russian and just so happen to be Russian. Mo. Yeah, me too. They just so happen to be Russian. They don't want anything to do with this. Absolutely. The people in Russia don't want anything. That's what I'm trying to get at. Man, tough place to be. All right, last Ukraine story. Uber will offer free rides between Ukraine and Poland border and two Polish cities. Uber announced several initiatives to support Ukrainian refugees and its workers in war relief. The rideshare company said it would be offering unlimited free rides to certain Polish cities from the Ukraine-Poland border. It's also adding an in-app donation button for its U.S. riders to make donations to the International Rescue Committee. So uh, Uber wants to take part in the uh, relief efforts. Hmm. The only thing I'm thinking here is I guess this means they pay the drivers. Yeah, I was just wondering who who's getting paid. They must, they're going to pay the drivers, whatever your fee would have been, I would guess. But that I, got me thinking of how... Uh, dangerous that job would be at the moment driving an uber through a war zone mm -hmm. oof yeah gee but i guess everything's dangerous in a war zone uber on wednesday said it would be offering unlimited free rides between ukraine and poland border and two polish cities uh the rideshare giant said the people wishing to get to the southeastern cities of lublin or zesau from urban dolhobiotsau oh my i'm not reading i will can't set me up with all those words in a row yeah, sorry, man. Karkzawa, Medica. I'm trying here. You have, and here's the uh, the codes that you enter in order to get those free rides. In case you're, I don't know if anybody's watching us from there. Isn't that? Are you in the chat right now? Is yeah, is anybody watching from Russia, Ukraine, Poland? There's definitely some Ukraine flags. Romania, yeah, but but a lot of people are send, sending so the flag what? right now. I'm sure there are. Sure How do you even pronounce this code? These codes are... Po Pomo Klobelski. Pomo Klobelski. Mm. I'm sure these words are easier for the locals than they are for us, Will. That's how it works. Mm -hmm. So I'm not... Our teams are working 24-7 to keep impacted employees, riders, and drivers safe. I mean, you, you, bet, you best be getting some mm -hmm. Uber tanks. You can call up the farmers, get them to steal, yeah. more, get them to steal <laughs> more tanks. And then it's your, new, it's your new service. You know how you can pick like Uber X, Uber yeah. Black, Uber, <laughs> Uber Tank. Uh, Uber Tank. Yeah. Well, that sounds good, actually. You take the Uber Tank. Yeah. That's a lot of Poland, a lot of Ukraine, a lot of Romania. Okay. Yeah. So are, are we blocked in Russia? There's no Russians watching? I haven't seen a Russian yet. Well, maybe we're blocked. I think we've said too much. <laughs> we've said too much? Yeah, like, well, right, you, right, well yeah. you, you're a loose cannon <laughs> over know, there. I know, I uh, know. You want to take a break? Now is the time to take a break. I can finally sip this tea. Thank you. Today we're sponsored by DoorDash. You guys know about DoorDash? My goodness gracious, I use, I'm using DoorDash all the time. And it's not just for food. You got to pick up those odds and ends every so often. You know, you might need those convenience items every so often. Uh, but, you know, when it comes to uh, that, that craving, that thing that hits you late at night... Hey, you know, uh, you're starving, you you missed dinner, you're busy, like you're like me, it's regimented on the schedule. Mm. You got to plug some food in, don't you? Recharge. Right in the socket there, don't you? Yeah. Some uh, PG clucks. Did you have that, uh, the spicy chicken sandwich at McDonald's? You I have that? not tried, actually. What? Yeah. Why? Because it's spicier now? What's going on over there? <laughs> no, I'll give it a shot. Well, anyway... I had one of them, but I don't think it was the spiciest one. 
Oh, there's levels. Yeah, you got like habanero or ghost pepper or whatever it might be. Okay. But it doesn't look like that PG Cluck sandwich over there on the right. That's like a Nashville. And also, I got I got to try the Jolly Bee one day as well. Since oh, we're yeah. on the chicken topic. You tried that one, didn't you? Yeah. Their spaghetti is sweet. It's a sweet spaghetti. Mm -hmm. That's a different, Savory. That's a different type of thing, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Listen, it's DoorDash. Get your act together. Uh, get some food going on because you're miserable without it. And I'm sick of watching. I'm sick of looking at you when you're cranky. This past year has taught us to savor every moment together. Spend less time prepping and cooking and more time with the people you love with the help of DoorDash. Get what you want to eat right now and right to your door. With over 300,000 partners, you can support your neighborhood go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Popeyes, Chipotle, and Cheesecake Factory. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LULATER. That's 25% off up to $10 in value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LULATER. Don't forget, that's LULATER for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Also sponsored by Manscaped today, the best in men's grooming. You already know this too. Uh, this this uh, razor they put together, the lawnmower, uh, it's got all kinds of innovation in there. Uh, it's a trimmer for your groin or your body, wherever you have hair and where you need less of it. Wherever you have hair and you need less of it. You can use, I mean, you can use this anywhere, to be honest. It's just a good razor uh, with a ceramic blade, so it doesn't pull and tug. You don't want the pulling and the tugging. No, no. You never want the pulling and the tugging. Skin safe, replaceable ceramic blades, adjustable guard sizes, one to four, 7,000 RPM motor. It's waterproof, use it in the shower if you're in a rush. Wireless charging system, and it has that flashlight on it if you're, I don't know, if you're into the intimate uh, shaving, like Mo, where he has puts the lights off, he lights the candle. <laughs> Just the candle. It's like, Mo, you know this is easier if you have, you have the lights on, Mo. He's got his flashlight and his candle, lights off. It's uh, a, one of those scented uh, aroma, aromatic, it smells Jasmine. like... You gotta set the mood. Vanilla and chai. Oh. That's what type of thing. Maybe cinnamon. Uh, <laughs> anyway, you can get the whole pack. Performance package. They sell so many things now. It's crazy because you got to take care of the nose hairs as well when you get to the advanced ages. And then uh, they also got the deodorant for the balls, the toners for the balls. And they even got the underwear for the balls as well. It's unbelievable. And I uh, like the little travel pack that it all goes in at the bottom there because you're going to need one of these. Uh, when you're doing, you're going, we're, we're going to start traveling again. Mm -hmm. And you're going to, you know, you're going to put it all in the bag. It's a nice bag, too. It's a nice bag, too. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code LULATER at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code LULATER at manscaped.com. It's time to throw out your old hygiene habits and upgrade your life. Thank you. Okay. Thank you to Manscaped. <laughs> <laughs> nice cut. Thank you to Manscaped. Uh, we just got an update because this is a news. This is a news organization, and we get yeah. This is serious. So we got breaking news here that apparently one of these stories might be fake. That was covered earlier, although for, we can't seem to find evidence that it's fake. But some people in the chat have been saying that it was fake, and Kirk is monitoring the chat. So anyway. Uh, this story, as far as the uh, Russian businessman with the $1 million bounty, was covered by Business Insider. Uh, some people are saying 
it's been debunked. We can't find that article debunking it, but you guys can take a look for yourself and see and decide whether you think it's fake or not. There's Daily Express, OP India, uh, Daily Mail. I mean, these are this not, one's the most recent. These are not so the great, the, not the greatest uh, sources, but yeah, that's where we got it from. It was from uh, Business Insider, and but anyway, I think a lot of people. What happens with news, right? One one site picks it up, another site reposts a different site. Uh, it looks like it started as a Facebook post. Let's read the Facebook post. I promise to pay one million to the officer who, complying with their constitutional duty, arrests Putin as a war criminal under Russian and international laws. Putin is not the. I mean, you could obviously fake this. Uh, you could fake this uh, post, I suppose, but. I don't know. We'll see. Time will tell if it's fake or not, but some, some people had said it was. So we want to make sure you're updated completely. Fake, real. As best we can, because good Lord, man, this whole, mm -hmm. the latest with the Ukraine-Russia has brought into light and question everything you read. It's it's media training for everyone. Yep. Look at everything twice, three times. Everyone's on a tightrope. You gotta look at it from five angles. Mm. Four dimensions. 4D chess. Future iPhone users may be able to see through multiple lenses while taking a photo. This is a patent, a recent patent, which looks quite interesting, actually. I don't know if you guys knew this, but a lot of people who own iPhones, they never switch the camera. They don't even consider it. They always just snap the photo, and then they just use Zoom, like pinch to Zoom, mm -hmm. if they want to Zoom. And that's it. That's the extent of camera involvement that people want to have. So this new patent is uh, attempting to encourage those that shoot that way to potentially use the other camera units that are on their iPhone. Well, I guess you could you could utilize a similar technology for any phone with multiple camera units. Oh, good. Look at this text here. Well, Look it, at the scroller. Well, it's a, it's a patent filing. Yeah. So it's like all kinds of jargon and whatnot. Oh, it's intense. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but it's okay because I can explain it. And so, you can paraphrase it into like no, a couple sentences. The, the article does a much better job, okay, obviously, good. than the patent application. Uh, it's called Digital Viewfinder, user interface for multiple cameras. And uh, the way that this works is it would present you, you'd open the camera app and it would present you with all the, all the different possible outputs based on your camera capabilities and variety. So like a little preview? One viewfinder with multiple viewfinders in it. Mm, interesting. There's a diagram if he uh, if he keeps scrolling down here. So you see the way it's framing up. If you were to use your zoom lens, oh, you can make that photo. Cool. So people start thinking about actually using their other cameras, mm -hmm. as opposed to doing what they do now, which is either just pinching or walking closer to something or further away from it. They might, especially on the wide end, a lot of people don't f utilize the wide. They're just, they just take two steps back. Oh, really? I use the wide the most. No, I love the wide. Yeah. I love the wide, but I don't know. It's not like we have the uh, user data here. Absolutely, yeah. But I think a well, lot they're of... they're doing it for a reason. Yeah, there's probably yeah. a lot of people who just <laughs> yeah. keep it in the 1X. Yeah. And and uh, so you can see the way that this uh, software would look, how it, how it might operate. And there would be a slider, I guess, at the bottom as well. It's, it's, a, it's a patent application, so it could or could not turn into an actual product, but it might... Uh, you know, all those photographers, all those smartphone photographers out there. Mm. Oh, here's something that transpired with uh, Elon. So one of the reverse kind of sanctions that took place, retaliation, is Russia said no more 
of our rockets going to the U.S. We're not sending any rockets. So mm. this, uh, um, I guess this is a message from Dmitry Rogozin. Russia has decided to stop supplying rocket engines to the United States in retaliation for its sanctions against Russia over Ukraine. Um, he's the head of, of the space agency there, Ros Roscosmos. In a situation like this, we can't supply the United States with our world's best rocket engines. Let them fly on something else. They're broomsticks. I don't know what. That's what he said. Because mm. they're witches, I guess. They got to go on their broomsticks. <laughs> right. Anyway, so Elon does what Elon does, or, uh, well, which is highlight the section that says, let them fly on something else. They're broomsticks. He highlights it. Right. Reposts as a screenshot. America's broomsticks. Two, two American flags on each side of the two words, American broomstick. Mm. Saying, let's go. Yeah. Saying, Very cheeky. Saying, no problemo, sir. Yeah. Ever heard of SpaceX, sir? So he's not intimidated by the American broomstick comment. Or maybe he's even motivated by it. Could be. Actually. Yeah. He may change the, may not, maybe he'll change the name of SpaceX to American broomstick. broomstick. American, it's like him. American <laughs> broomstick company. Yeah. Hey, he could do some merch. He, he could totally would do something do that. like that. He yeah. could do some merch right now, American Broomstick Company, and do it in like a really old way, like established. You mm -hmm. know how they do that? Right, right. Those old timies. Yeah. Uh, speaking about Elon, he dares the auto workers union hold a vote at Tesla's California factory. Tesla has previously been found guilty of sabotaging unionization efforts. Uh, what's he doing? Oh, he invited the UAW, that's the big labor union for automotive. He tweeted this challenge at President Joe Biden speaking in his State of the Union address, mentioned rival automakers. Yeah, we we put we talked about how he mentioned Ford and General Motors again, and Elon was a bit pissed about that. Mm -hmm. um, then Gene Simmons got involved. Mm -hmm. He said the snub from pro-union Biden may be because Tesla is non-union and moved to Texas. Musk apparently agrees and responded, I'd like to hereby invite UAW to hold a union vote at their convenience. At convenience. Tesla will do nothing to stop them. Musk's argument is that because the Bay Area has such a competitive labor market, Tesla has to treat and compensate our people well, which makes unionization unattractive. I see. So he's, he's daring them. He's saying, go, yeah. try. See if they want to be in your union. Because he feels like they're so happy to work at Tesla, they'd be like, hell no. Yeah. Um, like, we're cool. Yeah. Leave us alone. It would be interesting to see the results. Yeah, uh, this is a topic that has been uh, Unions. In increasingly uh, showing up in our yeah. news feed. Uh, Starbucks and then Apple and I'm sure plenty of others. Mm -hmm. Maybe Amazon, it comes up from time Kotaku to time. Kotaku Gizmodo Union. Oh, oh, there you go. Kotaku Gizmodo. Uh, they're on strike. Yeah. It would be interesting to see what happens, but he seems legit. I mean, I don't know. Imagine them taking him up on it. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> they obviously won't. But. He seems pretty confident. Yeah. yeah. Sam Jackson is uh, not happy with Rogan's apology. We haven't heard or talked about the uh, Rogan situation in a while. I thought it was pretty much over. He did the video. People said what they said. People felt how they felt. You had the Spotify situation, which actually was before the apology for the uh, racial stuff. Uh, but... I guess Sam Jackson just recently weighed in on it, and he's not a fan. Uh, here's the quote. He is saying nobody understood the context when he said it, uh, but he shouldn't have said it. I know that to most people, 
There's no context where a white person is ever allowed to say that, never mind publicly on a podcast, and I agree with that. Oh, that's from Rogan's apology, those words. And then here's Sam Jackson. It's not the context, dude. It's that he was comfortable doing it. Say that you're sorry because you want to keep your money, but you were having fun, and you say you did it because it was entertaining. So he's basically saying, don't say it was about context. You were having fun saying a word that was that you're not supposed to say. Mm-hmm. And that was fun for you. And he did, he did say it a lot. Uh, now, uh, the other topic that got brought up in this particular interview was about how uh, Tarantino has used it so much. But in that case, Jackson backs him up and says he's telling a story. Uh, the actor recounted while he was filming Django Unchained, DiCaprio expressed during the rehearsals he was uncomfortable using it, the slur as many times as was written in the script. But then Jackson and Quentin said to DiCaprio, every time someone wants an example of overuse, or, or sorry, they, they said, he's just telling the story, the characters do talk like that, so they have to do it. Mm-hmm. Me and Quentin told him that he, that he has to. That's so, tough on an actor. Being to able be to in determine, that role yes. And just based on your principles, you're you really don't want to do it, but it's, you have to do it. You're telling a story. Django Unchained is about slavery. Yes, it's the movie, and the movie is 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 incredibly graphic in other ways, right? The violence and. If you try to imagine the movie or the story without going to that extent, it wouldn't do it justice. It would, uh, but it would actually almost feel less impactful or believable or do a poorer job of telling the story of that era. Mm-hmm. So in that case, you get it. But in the case of, say, like, this is the difference, right? Fiction, storytelling, podcasting, being a comedian, like, these are all different venues. And they, they, documentary, YouTube, social media, written, spoken, music, all different venues. But the context matters. Well, it actually does in this case. But Sam, Sam Jackson is saying in the podcast case, he doesn't, he wasn't feeling that from Rogan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was saying that because there is a thing. I remember when podcasting first started and there would be a thing where a guy would come on and go, can I swear on here? Can I curse? Oh, yeah, yeah. Can I curse on here? Mm-hmm. And then there's a moment of celebration of when we're can. not on TV. You can make any noise with mm-hmm. your mouth that you want without any consequences. Mm-hmm. And it started with that. And I think, cause I seen it happen on YouTube too. There's been some YouTubers that have used that term and they're like, look, you can use it. I, it's no no big deal. You can and I just realized that that mu- classical music, music is yeah, still on in the yeah, background very faintly. No, I don't mind. Yeah, I was just thinking. You know, I mean, our live streams. You say shit, and people freak out about that. <laughs> I say I don't say it that often. You don't say it that and, often. And no. often, but 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 sometimes I'm reading it. Out of a statement. Yeah. Yeah. It would be an actual quote, mm-hmm. and I would be reading it. Uh-huh. Quoting is one area, though, where I think the world, 
no, I don't think, I know the world has agreed that when we're, when we are quoting, we avoid the use of that word or you have to obscure it in a certain way mm-hmm. out of uh, respect. Yeah. Uh, out of not uh, trying to glorify or um, uh, encourage the use of it. So you're not going to see a quote on a website that maybe in a transcript, I don't know what police departments do, right? What about in a oh, script? Yeah. What about yeah. in Tarantino's script mm-hmm. for the movie? Does it say that even though you're going to pronounce the whole word because you're telling the story in the script, do you obscure it? I don't think so. Yeah. He's writing the word a lot, but I, I don't know. It might be obscured in the script. Well, how do you tell your actors, I'm not going to write it, but you have to say it? I think he wrote it. Listen, man, it's a lot of different circumstances, but uh, um, definitely Samuel L. Jackson's been around the word. He's been around the world or, word in uh, Hollywood a lot, and he has, in his mind, his interpretation of the rules around it. And so that's that. Oh, Tiberius Baxter, shout out. Thanks for joining us again, and thanks for the super chat. Uh, Jeep's first electric SUV is coming in 2023. Stellantis also teased the Ram 1500 EV truck, which I'm actually more interested in. Mm. No offense to Jeep, but that's like a futuristic-looking Jeep. Mm-hmm. I see a little E logo yeah. on the front. I do like two-tone stuff. I like when the electric cars are doing the two-tone mm-hmm. with like a lot of black elements. Look at As, the hood. Especially when they, when they, when they do the... Uh, the roof line in black, yeah, because it makes it fade away and makes the whole thing, especially Looks like an SUV, yeah, yeah, look a little bit more sporty. Like it tapers off, yeah, and uh, less chrome. There's like almost no chrome. Yeah, oh, cr- cr- chrome is on the way out. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, chrome is on you. the way out. It's what do you think hood. about? What do you think about the wheels? Um, this is like in this style. Yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know what you would call it. It's like a negative space wheel. Kind of thing. Sure. Uh, I just realized the Kia ad on the side, those look al- almost identical to the wheels on my Model S. I'm just looking at my Model S right now down there. Mm-hmm. They're identical. Oh, yeah. And it's the same color blue. So I think a lot of... Uh, it's it's interesting that the gas car car has been inspired by the electric car. And now, now electric cars do seem to be going more this way, as you mentioned. More blocky on the wheels. Mm-hmm. And uh, more flat. But there's also, sometimes you have to consider aerodynamics and things like that for some of those design decisions Mm -hmm. as well. Um, Jeep, the iconic American brand owned by Stellantis, revealed the first images of their upcoming electric SUV. Why why don't they just do their SUV as a regular Jeep that just happens to be electric? Like They do. It's called the 4xE. Oh, okay. I looked into it. The Jeep Wrangler 4xE. Okay, I'm just going to... I'm just going to shut up. I'm going to put my no, mic no, away. Cool. I'm going to put my this mic away. Idea. I can show you. I'm going to put my mic away because we I got Will it? fully going now, and I didn't know <laughs> if it would happen or not. Go ahead, Will. Take it um, away. Take it away. Defender's nice. Defender's nice. <laughs> what are we looking at? What are we looking at, Will? <laughs> uh, so this is a hybrid. Okay. Um, oh, a plug-in yeah. hybrid. Yes. So it's not a fully electric. No. This uh, electric has a really small battery. I think it's around 20 miles that you can get. Oh. 
which I really considered because driving here, it would, studio, you, you, I could just be use enough. electric. You'd be electric though, all the just time. Plug in, and then um, when you hurt, when you hit a certain threshold, like a hundred kilometers or something, it switches to gas. This is perfect for you. I know. <laughs> I know. Why didn't you uh, tell me about this? I don't know. <laughs> After all it's, of our uh, conversations about Broncos, nice. you're just saying because the Bronco looks cooler. Um, I mean, the Bronco has a more uh, modern design. Yeah. Yeah. Which I do like. Yeah. It just feels a little more fresh. The, this has, a, But that's also one of the benefits of this thing is that it it never like it's, it's iconic. a tried and true yeah. kind of. Yeah. Yeah. You're never gonna get sick of it because it's a shape that's been around mm -hmm. forever. Mm -hmm. I don't know, Will, with the electric aspect, you get a little bit of electric, a little bit of gas, because mm -hmm. you want just one vehicle for everything: summer, winter. I would like to. Yes, this is a pretty Holy good one. Holy cow! This this Ooh. seems like the right fit. Right? Holy cow, because you can take the roof off in the summer. Ooh. Yeah. My hair flying. Yeah. If you want and have like a kind of summery feel. And then in the winter, you got four-wheel drive. Yeah. And you're all set. Is Are these available, though? Uh, Yeah, they're available in <gasps> Canada. Oh no, no. I mean like stock. Like how long do you have to wait? I haven't checked on that. But uh, they are nice. What a development has taken place <laughs> here. I did my research. Have you specced one on the website yet? Uh, yeah. What? But, uh, this is amazing. <laughs> what? This is some heavy. Is there a car that you haven't <laughs> Yeah, no, he doesn't spec. He doesn't listen. He doesn't spec frivolously. He specs. It's for real. Oh, my God. This guy, with this, when he's doing the building, oh, my God. He, if he's going to do it, it's aggressive the way he's going to do it. Yeah. I get really, uh. Uh, so this SUV has no name, but it'll be purely battery electric. So unlike the the uh, hybrid, right? Even the hybrid that Will needs. This is the one I'm pumped about. I want to see this? what they do with the Ram. Oh, is oh, this the Ram truck? Uh, electric truck. Yeah. Oh, I want to see what they do with that. I mean, look at the front of it. Whoa. Have they released more teaser pictures? I think they're very similar to the first. No, one. they're being very vague about it. Yeah. Uh, but they say they're going to electrify most of their brands. Scroll up a little bit there, Will. Uh, including the 1500 pickup and an electric Dodge muscle car. So that'll be like the Challenger, but right, electric, right, right. which I... Mm, that could be fun. I like those classic kind of shapes the sometimes. Looks, the mean, <clears throat> Although the, the, hard the, the electric truck looks like they're going more futuristic than Ford, right? Because Ford kept roughly like the truck shape. Right. And then just a few... Uh, you can see it on the job site tomorrow. But it has some accents that if you know what you're looking for, like that's the electric one. Yeah. This, if you look at these teasers, it seems like it's going to have a distinctive shape. Yeah, it's going to have more of a statement. Unlike the other ones. Kind of maybe more more like what GM did with the Hummer truck or something. I like the lights at the back. They look cool. So you're into it. I'm into it. I'm excited. So, so you're getting that one. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, this is a teaser. I got no information. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I know, but you can throw Kovu in there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what kind of lifestyle mm -hmm. you got going on, but uh, in the winter, uh, heading up north. Yeah. Long drive. EV. I don't. I wonder what the mileage is going to be, though. No, for you. It will be. For you. It's too much. No, 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 no. I'm doing what? Roughly like. You're fine. Yeah. You're okay. fine. <laughs> okay. You plug in at night and you're fine. I'd have to plug in every night, though. Primitive technology is back. Okay. I've been waiting two years. Primitive
primitive technology is back. <laughs> primitive technology started the whole trend on YouTube. Um, legendary, legendary channel. This is a building out in the woods, out in the forest. No words need to be said. Just the beautiful ambience of the sounds of nature and building. Um, he's got some fresh tan lines. You see the t-shirt tan? Mm-hmm. So he came back from the beach, and he's like, I'm going back to the woods. And in this one, he's doing a thatched workshop build. Uh, you can see uh, the scale of it. It's a pretty big. Wow, yeah. It's a pretty big building, that he, that pretty big undertaking going on here. If you're unfamiliar, primitive technology. Look at the like to dislike ratio. You think the people are happy he's back? <laughs> yeah, they love it. Holy oh, guacamole. Wow. That is amazing. Uh, two, only 265 people are pissed. Wendy, can yeah. you ever say that on YouTube on a video that has 100,000 likes? You know, he only pissed off two. That's why. You got to shut the hell up and just be quiet mm -hmm. and build things. Mm -hmm. And then people are like, yes, you're back. Yeah, also leave for two years. Also leave for two years. And then maybe there's uh, some appreciation. But we got some wonderful uh, fire starting going on. Oh. It always impresses me yeah. how fast he makes a fire. Yeah, it yeah. literally takes him like 10 seconds. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. He makes a little ember and then he puts it in his little fireplace. I mean, oh, it's smoking it, already. Listen, it's wonderful. We can't, we don't want to show you too much. We don't want to spoil it. You got to go give him the view over on Primitive Technology. I'm sure you already have given him the view, but if not, you're going to head over there. You're going to have a relaxing time after this show's over and you're going to see what he's up to because it's been two years. This is Willie Do's story. Human <laughs> hair mats clean oil spills. Why don't big companies use them? Worldwide waste. What a crazy, what a wild. Yeah. Five million views, of course, because it's such a strange visual to see this pile of human hair. Yeah. yeah, this company called Matter of Trust decided to collect human hair that's donated to them to create mats. It looks like a floor mat. Um, they have this contraption to take out all the hair and make it like Mo, why does that look on your face, man? <laughs> I'm just picturing working there for a second. Mo, you don't have to have that look on your face. <laughs> I don't have a look on my face. I'm just saying that that is a You tell me if really you, I know when you job. have a look on your face. You understand? Uh, if yeah. he had a cut to your camera, everybody in the world yeah, would have known. They would have seen, seen the look on my face. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to play with the human hair. His stink face? Mo, you don't want to play with the human but, hair. But maybe it's for something. Let, let's let Will finish. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's something cool. Go ahead, Will finish. My, my apologies. So, apparently, human hair is really good at soaking up oil. Mm -hmm. And um, they want to use it for oil spills. So they create this contraption here. You see a block of hair that is um, maybe like a pound or two, and they literally soak up oil, and then all you get is clean, fresh water. Well, not fresh, but, uh, but clean. it's fairly clean. But how much how much hair would you need to clean up a spill like that? Yeah, so they tried. They uh, made some what's called booms, like oh, these really okay. long things that soak up oil. It didn't work, unfortunately, oh, because oh. they were too heavy. But they said that they can use it to um, maybe use it in other applications that are smaller. And that's why they invented the mat. And the mat's not heavy? Uh, they're more accessible. Well, the mat, I mean, you can... Maybe not to clean up the ocean. You, you can but, imagine, right, it's thinner with a larger surface area. So right. it's more likely to sit on top of the... Uh -huh surface they're trying to get some contracts um they said that they got a contract with the military with oil spills 
aircraft. Yeah, this is like what that. I was thinking. When you're refueling mm-hmm. in a, like in, in a very environmentally sensitive place and, right. and you spill, because like, I don't know if you ever do the boating or anything, but if you're in the marina and filling up the gas, they are very sensitive about spilling any, and you're in the water yeah. already, yeah. right? Because yeah. it's so the right guy's got to do it and you, they, the marina could have these mats yeah wow. and they could put it down around a refueling station but here's my question why human hair and uh, couldn't you use any hair like from any no, animal no they they use other animals hair too oh, oh okay they they kind of weave it all together oh, but okay. um something i found interesting was that in boston the people who donate it have a lot of redheads there and people in California have a lot of blondes. Mm. That's what this person said. Different color matter. Oh, so they weirdly collected data at the same yeah, time. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Of course they would. Yeah. But obviously, this is actually quite uh, quite good for the environment. I feel like Otis ha- Otis has a lot to donate with that. <laughs> yeah, I can start collecting. Oh my god, like he's uh, he's got excess. Yeah, he can spare a little. For sure, he yeah. got quite the coat going on. Yeah. Uh, Kanye West, yeah, I saw this. He he did this oh weird boy. this weird video where I guess he's kidnapping Pete Davidson. Is it stop motion? Yeah, it's stop motion. He's kidnapping Pete Davidson and burying him alive. Um, it's like a puppet show, right? It's it, but it's stop motion. It's like a clay, right? It's like a clay Pete Davidson and a clay Kanye West. Why? And he pulls the the um, bag off of his head, and then he has rose seeds, and he pours the rose seeds into the, I guess, grave, and then the roses grow up around Pete Davidson's head. While mm-hmm. he's still alive, apparently. Yeah, no, no, he's Davidson? definitely buried alive. Uh, I guess the track features the verse, God saved me from the crash just so I can beat Pete Davidson's ass. And the video shows animated Pete being buried alive by Kanye. Oh. Um, I guess there there's like some sort of artistic freedom, right? So and he oh, and then the, a truck pulls up with flowers, which is a thing he did in real life that he sent to Kim Kardashian, right, on Valentine's Day or something. It was a truck full of flowers. I think uh-huh. she probably didn't want roses. At the time. I'd imagine. I don't think she wanted it at the time. Mm. And, and then there's a, and then it says everyone lives happily ever after. Yeah. At the end, with the, what what word was circled? Happily. Happily. Uh, I guess if you he could say it's all a performance, right? He could say, uh, it's art. He could say these things. He could say these things, but but then Mo could say. Hey man, this is creepy. This is really creepy. Stop being so obsessed. And the fact that this is so based in real world activities mm-hmm. and seemingly um, real world frustration, uh, like move on type of thing. It just seems like something you would do in high school. I mean, I didn't Very. do that. I wouldn't do that in high <laughs> no, school. But I mean, like, it <laughs> seems like something like. <laughs> What, get just child? You mean listen, childish? Listen, Mo, I don't know. Listen, no, 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 Mo, I don't, extent, I didn't know saying... you in high school, right? Bro? <laughs> right. But right. I understand you were pretty moody. <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> I made a few tracks and a few music videos. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Just childish no, no, Mo, Mo, I'm joking. No, 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 no,
yeah, it's not subtle either, right? It's not. No, I don't think he's trying to be subtle. But it's it, there's something about this not being subtle, which makes it even more. Like, is, would you call this cringe? I don't think he's actually going to harm Pete Davidson, if that's what you're trying to tell me. I don't know. If they what? see each other at a club? So you, th no, no, I guess I wasn't thinking more along those. It probably would oh, be like altercation. Yeah, like actually like this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> no, he, I don't think so. But, but, but at the same time, it's like, if you're Pete Davidson and you see this, what are you, what is your, like, I know he's been trying to text him and, be, and say, hey, man. Yeah. Like, chill. Mm -hmm. And it hasn't been working, obviously. There is no chill here. Yeah, I don't think it's going to work. But do you feel more threat or more cringe? Which which would it be? I feel more cringe. Yeah, same here. So not threat. No. It's I less don't... threatening and it's more just awkward where you're just like, come on. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's you that's you guys. I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, I love this one. This is a this, this is a very satisfying one. Obviously, Kirk will like it. Ooh. This is the number one high school baseball prospect who uh, uh drew jones who is the son of baseball legend andrew jones and uh go ahead and just just play the clip just play the clip with audio if you don't mind oh audio is key pause it pause it go back to pause it go back to the front oh that was so close very front with audio go ahead pause it right now they're chanting overrated Ooh, oh, overrated. That's so Look, at, a, at high school. <laughs> overrated. <laughs> overrated. Play the clip. Play the clip. Later. 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 The silence in the audience. Later. <laughs> oh, look at the Later. <laughs> It's a nice sounding crack there. Listen, man. It's, uh, you know, and, and, and I guess for the average player, you know, they go through their life and situations like this happen. But there's a very specific... Oh, I mean, Kirk's like, I'm the average player. <laughs> no, I, just mean, I just mean, imagine you're in high school and everyone's like... No, but I'm saying, I, I'm not specifically saying overrated. But, but this, like, chance against you. Oh, yeah. You suck, whatever yeah. it might be. In his case, it's very specific because his dad. Oh, your dad was good. You know, you had it easier. Or you, you're you're not good just because of your name. or whatever. So he has to, like, even prove it even more. So that's what I like about this one. It's not you suck. It's overrated, specifically. And he's like, nah, not really overrated because I'm... You know, while you're yelling I'm that, actually pretty good. Yeah, I'm gonna put this out the park while you're you yelling that. What's that? You suck at the chant against you. It's easier to. Yeah, because there's no baggage with it. It's yeah. so generic. This is like this is like when we're doing shit talking in hockey. Yeah. You never say the cliche things. No. You try to avoid it at all costs when you're going back and forth with somebody else. Like, you effing this or that is useless. It's 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 a it's a. You're defeated, right? You're not uh, in a position of control. You're defaulting to the most basic software there. Yeah. So th the the more specific thing, 
that will actually get in there, that little element, that verbal poison, it needs more detail. It has to be more uh, connected to the person's storyline as it would be here. And they were hoping it would work, but apparently he was more than prepared for the overrated chant. <laughs> and as, but we love to see, you love to see it, don't you? Instantly, instant karma or not karma, I guess. What would it be? Well, it's kind of a karma, I guess, yeah. but it's just more, it's just more when they say he silenced the crowd. I mean, yeah. that's the epitome of silencing the crowd. And it's one thing about baseball specifically, I mean, I guess in a little bit in, in basketball and elsewhere, but the home run is such a definitive play, and then he gets yep. to take his time. There's mm -hmm. no clock, like he gets to kind of walk, he gets to do a little bit of showboating, he gets to go around uh, the bases, and er everyone has to absorb. Mm -hmm. The fact that he did what he did. I like the end of that helmet cheers. Yeah. I never seen that before. Yeah, helmet tap. And but he gave a shush. Too. I like the shush. He, he, That's he, my favorite. He, he gave a shush. He gave a silence, which is a which is a classic. That's still silence, you know. Shush. Yeah. Go ahead, Will. This next one's yours for sure. Okay. Well, this is a Reddit clip of the day. Um involves Elden Ring. And uh it's about a hard boss. Um this guy beats it with literally a sliver of health left. And uh, he defeats it, goes into his menu, probably getting loot or changing his weapons. Okay. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> a goat comes out of nowhere and just bashes him oh, and he dies. So you got <laughs> random goats in the game that just deal you like Aggressive a tiny... Aggressive goats. They just deal you a tiny bit of damage if you stand still too long? I guess so. I've never been attacked by a goat. It's so rude, these goats. <laughs> a feral goat. Yeah, because I feel like in reality, obviously this game is not reality, but a goat is going to try to steer clear of you for the most part. It's not going to come across a field, just give you a bump and kill you. <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean, but that's the beauty of the game, I guess. The game is hard to play, right? Yeah. That's he the point. was fighting a giant, yeah. probably a boss or a mini boss, and then to just get stuck by a Goat. It's beautiful, yeah. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful <laughs> metaphor, isn't it? And the goat it? walks away. <laughs> isn't it? Right? You know, you spend your whole life uh, building up a fortress, then you slip on a banana peel. Yeah. yeah. Story of my life. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's great. Okay, here's another beauty. This is a preschool graduation party, just to lighten the mood a little bit here. I want you to put, uh, put your eyes on an individual. Well, you're going to know who after you start playing the clip here. You're going to know exactly where your eyes are supposed to go. As this guy's absolutely feeling the graduation here. Oh, he's killing it. He and he's in his own world as well. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. Oh, he doesn't need a partner. What anybody else is up to, he is just zoned. He was ready for this. <laughs> I don't know. He may have wow. practiced. That's so great. I'm not sure if he he practiced what he was gonna do when he was there, but it's all very coordinated. Oh, he's killing it. That moves. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else, most other kids, they just have a jump move going yeah. on. Yeah, right? like that kid in the yeah. back. They're just so excited that they just do a little bit of jumping. Or and a few kicks here and there. Uh, here and there. But this guy, it's more choreographed. He's like, all right, look, this is my big day. I got the collared shirt. You know, I pulled the got dress the baby pants. Blue pants on. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm graduating today. Some leather shoes. I'm graduating <laughs> today. So it's not just any moves that I'm bringing. Yeah. So that's lovely stuff as well. It's that's nice. great. Feel good. Yeah, well, we gotta, you know, lighten this. Oh, man. Actually, this oh. next one, this next clip, it's also, don't worry. Okay. Don't, don't, no, 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 no. Okay. Don't worry. We're going, we're going uphill here. Downhill, uphill. <laughs> That's weird, isn't it? 
What? Going downhill is bad until you're on a bike. Then it's great. <laughs> then it's the easiest part of being on a bike. When you're on a bike, <laughs> downhill is uphill. No, it's not. Uphill's never good. Then why is downhill like, oh, this is going downhill? Oh, oh I get it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That's really interesting. The downhill uphill thing. Is like, downhill dangerous? Is that why? No, I'm not talking about an actual bike. I mean, downhill is great when you're going on a bike uphill bad. But what I'm saying is, when a person says my life is going downhill, or it's all downhill from here, or yeah, it's bad. Yeah, but not on a bike and not an actual downhill is nice. It's great. Yeah, it's the part I look forward. So it's to. interesting. Downhill but I could be they're dangerous. They're saying tum tumbling. Down the hill. Oh, yeah. But then it's uphill, the it's like, oh, this is going to be an uphill battle. That's right? even harder, right? But if your life is going downhill, what's the opposite of that? Uphill. Yeah. But uphill's hard. Uh-huh. This is complicated. Anyway, that just, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> it, just, it just struck me in the moment. But uh, this uh, is titled, Dude is a Chad. And this is on uh, Unexpected on Reddit. And it has 32,000 upvotes. Go ahead and play it. Is there volume? Uh, I didn't, you don't need to watch it with volume. Okay. So there's, so there's a guy, he approaches a, a roadway and like he's they're looking, waiting. they're waiting and the little girl oh. starts to run and he senses Ooh. and bang, Whoa. saves her Whoa. life as the car hits the brakes afterwards. Yeah. Now. Split second. It's a split, it's a split second situation. However, I want you guys to notice also something. Also flip-flops. Whoa. He's wearing flip-flops. Flip-flops. I want you guys to notice something, okay? On the other side of the road where the girl is, there's somebody else with her. You can't see them right now, okay. but you'll see them right there. You saw oh, yeah, their, hand, saw their, saw their hand, hand, hand drop down. So first of all, that person on the other side, mm -hmm. it's kind of your job if you're standing right. beside the kid. Yep. But they maybe they're on their phone. I don't know. They're distracted. Distracted. But there's somebody over there. They oh. reach. They actually but reach. What's that? But not much effort. No, not not like much effort. It's I don't know the guy or the, whoever's on the other side might be standing or sorry sitting on an actual motorcycle or something. Okay. But there's one other thing I want you to notice here about this situation is that the guy he's obviously the hero. Yes, I mean what he did was heroic. He's obviously the hero. Okay. He goes also in front. Also nice of, moves. Nice moves. Spin. Smooth, mm -hmm. and he's the hero. He saves the kid. But actually, the girl sends him. Yeah, he's hesitating. He's the, yes, you're he's right. hesitating, and the girl taps him on the arm and pushes him into the roadway to go do the action. Right. Watch this. Bang. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, she, do you think he he noticed that? I don't think she touches him. No. I think she's just like, oh my god, it's happening. So she she's rings. frozen. Oh, maybe. I don't know. It's hard to tell. The it's hard to tell. Really I assumed, because he doesn't jump until that moment. Yes, you're right. He's kind of standing, and you always wonder in these type of moments, are you going to freeze? Are you going to act? And yeah. then as soon as she puts her hand up, he goes. Yeah. So it could just be a coincidence that he sees it all happen, but that little girl is very, very lucky and uh, good on the guy. I mean, you always got to be aware in Ooh. the roadway. And he's ready with flip-flops. That's... You imagine the, uh, I mean, life-altering moment, split second, yeah. totally yeah. so many, you know, different outcomes. <laughs> the title, dude is a Chad. Well, it's, you know, you're on Reddit, so. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and, last and, and our last one is a satisfying one. This is a snake. I believe it's a rattlesnake, and it is burying itself. This is an oddly satisfying, and uh, it's actually in a pit full of, like, little mm. sprinkle-looking things. Oh, and oh. Here, now you will learn how it is that Whoa. a snake buries itself, usually in sand, not sprinkles. or uh, It's like yeah. its own mini ball pit, actually. Uh -huh. And look at that. And and just keeps its nose above as it uh, hides itself, maybe for a little hunting or whatever mm -hmm. you would do if you were a snake. It's a kind of a shake. It's kind of a jiggle in order to get underneath all that material. Mm. Is this for hunting or is this for like... Well, predators. The, okay. Yeah, right. You don't want the, the eagle or the hawk to spot you. Right, right. So you get the nose out. But also, yeah, the prey yeah. won't see you if you're under the sand or dirt or wherever you would normally bury yourself. Mm -hmm. But... The way the snake body moves, it's very unique in the animal kingdom. Well, I still don't really fully understand. Like, is it one giant muscle? Like, snakes are very strong and uh, and whatnot. But the way the muscles are moving, it seems so much control inside. But makes no sense to me. Go ahead, Mo. That's what I'm saying. Look at the way it's like jiggling in certain parts of its... Uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> I see that <laughs> smile on your face. Yeah. <laughs> No, man, I wanted to see where you were going to go with it. I was loving it, man. You were uh, analyzing the muscular movements of the snake. Yeah, it's really bizarre. Thank you to everybody who joined us today. We're on a roll. The voice is back. The honey lemon tea did the trick. Shout out to Mo for hooking that up. Shout out to everyone who hooked us up by being here, being with us. Those of you that were in the chat, those of you that uh, gave us the super chats, we thank you very much for that and we love doing this we're gonna keep doing it i think uh, we'll be here tomorrow right oh how about this how about this we'll be here tomorrow at noon we're going live at noon we're gonna have a new time okay a new schedule it's gonna be every day at noon not on the weekend obviously every day at noon Right. We have to say the schedule to hold ourselves to the schedule. I know you're thinking this is crazy. And by the way, noon, I'm talking noon Eastern time. That's 12 p.m. Eastern. So hopefully we can all figure this out together, what that is for you, wherever you happen to be watching from. And uh, maybe we got something consistent going on here. I think something's happening. You, might, mm -hmm. you know what? Yeah, what's that? There, there, we might... Okay. There might be yeah. a community here. All right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You might call this a community at some point. Well, yeah. thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs>